they go to Jebli, okay, because like there's no hotspot areas uh, near Jebli. But uh, the city itself was really, really, really safe, super safe, actually. So uh, that's what makes uh, the situation today really um, outrageous. And I was hearing, in fact, that not only have the cities felt safe, but there's even been money poured into things like further education. Totally, yeah. That's, that's what I told you. Like, it's theoretically, it's out of war area. Because when you compare it to Aleppo or when you compare it to Homs, where I am here now, or when you compare it to Idlib, it's, it's nothing. When you walk in the streets or you can go freely wherever you, you go, inside Jebli or inside Tartus, because they were super safe. And how far are you concerned that, given the nature of this attack, given that it was apparently carried out by these Sunni jihadists against uh, a predominantly Alawite you know, a couple you know, of cities, what, what, how far are you concerned that this might mean you know, that the for, sectarianism in the country yeah, only yeah, exacerbates? Yeah, that's my point, actually. You know, when I told you that three people were from Aleppo, they're Sunnis. So the, the injured people and the dead people, they were Sunnis. And I know my neighbor, he's Christian, and he died. And another one, he's Sunni. You know, Jebli is basically mostly yes, Alawite, if you look at it, the sectarian but uh, there are many people who uh, are from all over Syria, and people who are originally from Jibli are Sunnis, and people are Christian and stuff. People who, who die today, they really simplify the truth of what's happening, that it is an attack to Syria. It's not like Sunnis against Alawites and stuff. ISIS is not against uh, Alawites or against Christians. It's against the humanity. Alia Mafuz Alia, former resident of Jabla, speaking to me from Homs. It's certainly been a blood-soaked day, but what effect is it likely to have on the direction of this war? Kamal Alam is a researcher with the Royal United Services Institute. It's a London-based think tank specialising in defence and security. What does he read into the targeting of these two towns? They've been very, very safe compared to the rest of the country. Few bombs have gone off, if any, in Latakia, Tartus, uh, similar to the centre of Damascus. You hardly see bombs in the centre of Damascus either. So from that point, it's significant. Uh, there is very, very strong intelligence presence there. It's almost impossible to penetrate into these areas. Uh, so but just to interrupt, I mean, isn't that significant in itself, the fact that whoever's behind this, we've had a, an, a claim of responsibility from the Islamic State group. I mean, just in terms of the operation they managed to get a lot of explosives into what is presumably a strongly defended couple of locations. Absolutely. I think there'll be some harsh questions asked today by the Syrian government and the intelligence services of this is definitely a massive failure and a leak. Uh, I mean, it's obviously impossible to be to have you know, foolproof security in a war like this. But given this hadn't happened before, there will be a lot of questions asked. So I think there is a problem there. And in terms of the cessation of violence, which, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, is still supposedly holding, is that, I mean, people always said it was a threadbare, is that now vanished? Yes, I mean, the, the ceasefire has held in most parts of the country, in all the groups that have signed up on paper. The Syrian government and the Russians are still going after ISIS and al-Nusra. And in fact, I think although ISIS are claiming this attack, I would say most likely this attack has been done by al-Nusra or Ahrar al-Sham. The ISIS are not very close to uh, the city. Uh, so most of the surrounding villages that are nearer uh, to government hill areas are with the so-called Free Syrian Army and the Western-backed rebels. So I would be very surprised 
if ISIS itself has physically penetrated uh, this, uh, this city. Well, if it is one of those other groups, why have they not said that they were behind it? I think because they have been trying to prove that they've been abiding by the ceasefire, whilst the Syrian governments have been saying that these groups that are sitting in Vienna are directly linked to al-Nusra and thereby participating in breaking the ceasefire. So they wouldn't claim it. ISIS, of course, will claim it because they claim everything. But ISIS are actually, they've been on a back foot and they've never really been anywhere near the coastal parts of Syria. Whilst al-Nusra and the Free Syrian Army have at least been there shelling areas regularly. And also a very interesting point to make, which the Western media has not picked up on. There are more than 200,000 Sunni uh, internally displaced people right now in Tartus and the areas. And since they have been coming in regularly for the last two years, there's been no major incident. The The fear had been that the refugees, there might be some sleeper cells inside them. It hasn't happened. It's definitely alarming from a Syrian intelligence perspective.